Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So there is this theory that AEW will just sign anyone at any time, because why the hell not? That is crazy, as Tony Khan quite literally runs multiple sports franchises, so is aware how a checkbook works. That's not as fun, though, so we just talk in sweeping statements. Evidence is a pretty good tool when it comes to such things, however. So I am Simon What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button. And here is 10 wrestlers. Even AEW couldn't sign. Number 10, The Undertaker. Now you will scoff at this. You'll get mad at old Simon. How dare I just say a random name to try and get a reaction? Well, calm your horses. I'm going to explain it. Because if we go back to 2019, there is actually a tie to All Elite Wrestling with The Undertaker that almost took place. As Double or Nothing was getting ready to change the face of pro wrestling, a StarCast event was being organized, much like had happened with All In the year prior. This would be filled with wrestlers signing pictures and taking selfies for a lot of money as fans everywhere walked away feeling warm and fuzzy in their tum-tum. As Mark Calloway at this time had kind of wrapped up with WWE, the convention gave him a call and booked him. Yep, he wasn't going to have a match or anything like that, but he would be on hand. And the rumor is they paid him a fortune to do it. You can't argue with that. Man busted his ass for 30 years. Eventually, this news worked his way back to Vince McMahon, and dude, apparently he was livid. Some people went as far to say it's why the dead man wasn't on that year's WrestleMania. The phenom did appear on Raw the following night, and before long, Taker pulled out after signing a new bumper deal. So no, he wasn't about to fight Kenny Omega, but StarCast at this time couldn't have been more linked to AEW, and that's how people saw it. Didn't go ahead, but man... It was close. Number nine, the road dog. Now, who on earth knows what went on here? If you did listen to Jesse James's podcast, it certainly sounded like he wanted to be hired by AEW, even trying the tact of telling Tony Khan he could see a bunch of mistakes in the product and knew how to fix them. Not sure that's ever a good idea, but this was the plan. A lot of this could have been that Road Dog had been let go by WWE and may have felt slightly bitter about it all. But as far as I could tell, there was no interest there. With all due respect, it's hard to see where he would fit. Eventually, Triple H took over the reins at WWE and the roadie was brought back into the fold. But again, this ties into the intro. All Elite Wrestling could have just hired someone who was a major part of the Attitude Era, but they didn't. It's not an open house. Number eight, Hulk Hogan. Tony Khan shot this one down as soon as he could. Despite Hulk Hogan's impact on wrestling, I'm not sure anybody is arguing with this. I am certainly not. But after Hulk's ex-wife Linda had made some very controversial remarks about riots taking place in America at the time, Khan simply tweeted out that she was now banned from all AEW events, much like her husband. So, yep, Hulkamania was not welcome. You'd have to figure this was down to the awful comments Hogan made that saw him deleted from the entire industry for a while. And when you do some reading about all of this, 
Yeah, it felt like this is what we should all do, because even if you did help the business reach new levels, doesn't mean you can say things that are totally inappropriate and wrong. Time to leave the memories alone. Number seven, Kevin Owens. So this turned out to be quite the story at the time, and boy howdy does it continue to have new layers added to it. At the end of 2021, though, Kevin Owens tweeted out the coordinates for Mount Rushmore, seemingly hinting that he was readying a reunion with his PWG stablemates, the Young Bucks. (laughs) The internet went nuts. This also tied into a time where lots of wrestlers were jumping from WWE to AEW, and then KO resigned. It was a mega coup. Aside from the massive offer Owen secured, just days later he started to tease a WrestleMania match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which actually came to fruition. I don't care who you are, that's a reason to stay. Since then, Vince McMahon has been replaced by Triple H, and Kevin is being utilized even more. And if Owens isn't a world champion before the end of 2023, I shall eat my hat convinced of it. So his loyalty has paid off and more so than that, he seems happy. Let's not forget that's the most important thing because he is a human being at the end of the day. That dude is smashing it. Number six, Sami Zayn, which is the same for his best friend. Oddly around the same time, the rumors also popped up about Sami Zayn and as ever, everybody decided he was definitely going to AEW. We had no info, but we knew we always know. Zayn talked far more openly about this after the fact too and once more it came down to the fact he was content in WWE. Sammy has a certain amount of creative freedom and if nothing else felt valued by the company, so he too was happy. Oh my gosh, shock horror. It's proven to be another astute move as he had a match with Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania that was praised by all and is now part of the bloodline as he steals every show he's on. And Roman Reigns and friends beat him up as well. He is going to be the most beloved man in the world. So even if AEW did make an offer and you'd have to imagine they did, the former El Generico allegedly decided the grass wasn't greener on the other side. And this is why having more than one successful promotion is important. Wrestler choice means better deals for all, and you can't get mad at that. Number five, Johnny Gargano. This one was just great. There we were watching Raw and boom, Rebel Heart started playing and out walked Johnny Gargano. No one even knew he was ready to come back. I loved it. He had been gone from wrestling for a while too after leaving to start a family in December 2021, and in some interviews even said he wasn't sure if he ever wanted to return, and then Vince McMahon left WWE. It's been made quite clear that AEW did make some overtures to Towards Gargano, but look at it this way. When someone you know and has pushed you to the moon, Triple H has just taken over, why even risk going to the other side? Very worst in WWE, you're going to be a featured player. Is pretty good. Johnny also mentioned how appearing at WrestleMania was still important to him, so the draw of WWE was too much. And again, never forget this is a good thing. Wrestlers need to be able to make a choice. It makes the industry far better and far stronger. Number four, Kane. All things considered, it's probably better that Kane doesn't get a wrestling job anytime soon. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, well, that's probably better. Has some interesting views. The reason the Big Red Machine was in the conversation is because there was a while there when AEW seemed to be going after a string of these type of people. The Big Show got signed, then Mark Henry, Billy Gunn was through the door. Would it really have been too much of a shock to learn that Glenn Jacobs was on that list too? I don't think it would have done. We shall never know for sure, but ultimately it seems like it would have fallen on deaf ears anyway. Kane seems very much like a WWE lifer as he keeps making random appearances and obviously went into the Hall of Fame in 2021. 
2021, shut it down. Number three, the rest of Control Your Narrative. Braun Strowman has gone back to WWE. We learned this earlier in the year, and if you do some digging, it does sound like AEW was at least interested at some point. This could be true, could be nonsense, but it's out there. It exists in the world. Really, I don't think it would have been the best fit, but it does beg the question what the future is for the rest of the Control Your Narrative promotion that Braun was a founder of, especially since somebody else in this group has also bounced back. We're talking about Karrion Cross. He too said no to All Elite Wrestling because he didn't want another experience like he had got when called up to Raw. But given that these guys are being snapped up here, there, and everywhere, you've got to figure that EC3 isn't on anybody's list. Because if so, why wouldn't you go and get him? It is a bit weird as Ethan Carter III proved in TNA that he's got the chops, but instead he's just chilling out in the NWA. CYN has also closed its doors for the time being too, even though Strowman once said they would outlast AEW. Sadly, I am not making that up. Number two, Carrion Cross. And just to fill in that blank, yep, Carrion said no. This all filtered down the chain after Cross was offered a role to being beaten by Wardlow. W. Morrissey eventually took the gig, and I get it. Carrion was in full rehab mode after being forced to wear a gimp mask on Raw, and if he went to AEW and just got beat, well, he starts to turn himself into a loser. And I know wins and losses don't matter overall, but they certainly do if you never win at all. It also feels like Cross's big dream was to return to WWE, so why jeopardize that? It turns out he was right. He was only gone nine months, was back that quick. Number one, Bray Wyatt. How long did this speculation go on? It divided people too, as half the AEW fan base wanted to see Bray Wyatt, whereas the other half thought his supernatural ways weren't fitting with the promotion. I shall never agree with that. Goofy wrestling for life. It does seem like Tony Khan at the very least inquired about Wyatt's availability, but as was the way with a lot of companies, changed his mind when he heard the asking price. There's nothing wrong with that either, by the way. You're allowed to be expensive and somebody else is allowed to decide it's not worth it. That's how the world works. Now that Bray is back with WWE, it does feel like this worked out for the best, however. AEW has no room to begin with, and Wyatt works best with a big budget and a cohesive story. So once again, we all win. Look at all the options we can swim in. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.